You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. They continue to go out there and battle uh, as Wisconsin continue to make shots um, is a step in the right direction for our team. Uh, you know, I think the most we've outscored any team in the paint this entire year was by four. And, you know, we outscored Wisconsin, a very tough physical team, by 20 uh, in the paint tonight. So, you know, obviously we'll go back and, and look at it and how we can prevent, uh, you know, some of those shots. But I thought for the most part, uh, a lot of those were contested. Um, you know, give Wisconsin credit for, for stepping up and knocking them down. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as Nebraska basketball lost their fourth league game in a row. Um, they haven't won since January 7th when they, they beat Iowa in Lincoln. Uh, the road does not get any easier as the Huskers will be at ranked Rutgers uh, for a 1 o'clock Saturday game before coming back home uh, for an early tip on a Tuesday night against uh, Michigan at 6 o'clock. But, um, you know, Robin, I, I think when you watch this team play, you continue to see glimpses of what this is going to be under Fred Hoiberg and um, kind of the direction he's taking the program and the offense and the style of play. Uh, but at the end of the day, Nebraska still just doesn't have a fully loaded gun to compete two nights a week in the Big Ten Conference. Well, and you see it with just the, the defensive game plan that they have to use right now in league play, and that is pack the paint and do anything possible to prevent bigger, stronger front court players from dominating you at the rim and hope that the other team just misses three-pointers. And, um, you know, that, that game plan worked to perfection against Iowa, and then it completely blew up in their face uh, last time out at Wisconsin where – um, you know, a, a mediocre three-point shooting team hit the most most threes in program history against them and uh, basically eliminated any chance of Nebraska being able to keep pace in that game. And so um, that's just kind of where they are right now. And you're right, and I've said this before, that this season is less about wins and losses than it is incremental baby steps of tangible signs of development growth and progress. And I think last night, when you kind of just go beyond the 18 threes and the final score, you see an improved Nebraska team in terms of being able to go on the road in a true road environment uh, and withstand adversity. You know, Fred mentioned that in that clip you played where, you know, they fell behind by pretty massive deficits several times in that game, including as many as 17 points. And yet they were able to rally back each and every time to where, uh, you know, they were within five in the final minutes. And um, the Nebraska team we saw in November does not do that. That game is a 20-point blowout, and it's not even remotely close to competitive. Well, Nebraska stayed after it. They kept fighting, and they continued to keep it um, at least somewhat of a game. And, you know, again, that's it's minimal, but uh, it's a silver lining nonetheless. And that's kind of what this the rest of this year is going to be about, is can you see Nebraska get better in those types of things every time they step on the court and the team that you know ends the season in March how much better are they going to be as a overall complete team than the one that made their debut uh, in that loss to UC Riverside and um, right now I think we've seen a lot of progress already but obviously uh, still a lot of work that needs to be done over the next couple months you're listening here to the Husker Online show yeah Robin you look at Cam Mack and, and, and just the moments he, I mean, he makes really good players in this league look bad at times. And, but then he'll take a really bad shot out of the offense. Mm -hmm. And, but some of the plays he makes, the passes he makes, they give people, no matter who they are, trouble. 
Deshaun Burke attacks the rim, um, you know, makes plays that we haven't seen guards consistently make over the years at Nebraska. So there, there is something there with a few of these pieces, uh, but just not enough. Yeah, and especially with their uh, lack of post depth, that's going to put them at a disadvantage each and every night. But in contrast, you know, in that Wisconsin game, Nebraska was a far superior athletic team. Uh, I mean, Cam Mack and Deshaun Burke, Wisconsin could not guard them off the dribble. Deshaun Burke scored all 20 of his points on layups and dunks. Uh, Cam Mack uh, was on pace for a triple-double at the end of the first half uh, once again. And so um, they have really quality pieces that um, you know when it's all clicking together uh, they can be really good but you're right they just don't have enough right now Um, it doesn't help that three of their best players are sitting on the bench right now as sit out transfers um, and that you know they haven't really had quite the production they expected out of Gervais Green uh, to where he's a total non-factor where Matej Kavas is a uh, did not play per coach's decision uh, in Wisconsin so I mean a lot of guys that you expected to be uh, weapons uh, that can kind of make this team compete are not there. And so they're relying on just a handful of guys. And, um, you know, as we've seen so many years, uh, even under the previous staff, that's a really difficult task when you're relying on just such a, a handful of players to carry that big of a workload. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you see the development of Cam Mack. I mean, he's catching attention around the conference and around the country as one of the ba- best passing point guards in college basketball. I mean, his numbers back it up. And what's crazy is right now he's on pace to finish with the second most assists in a season in Nebraska basketball history. Uh, he's going to have over 200, and Brian Carr has a record with 230-something. So, uh, I mean, he's kind of at an unprecedented rate right now, and he's doing so with a team that is shooting about 50% at the rim. I mean, think about if Nebraska could convert layups and knock down open threes, uh, what those numbers would look like. And so that kind of gives you hope that when you add more talent around him with those three sit-out transfers, with the junior college guys they have bringing in, and with whatever else uh, they add with the 20 class, uh, suddenly this thing could really start clicking. Because a uh, perfect example, Thor Thorby Narsen, if you know how to play around Cam Mack, you will flourish. He will make sure of it. Uh, and so, you know, again, as, as frustrating as things are this year, you just got to keep in the back of your mind that next year is going to look like a completely different team, and they're going to be far more prepared to hit the ground running at the start than they were this year. And Nebraska continues on this cycle of Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Um, they go to Rutgers this uh, Saturday, Robin, um, and this will be their second crack at arguably the best Rutgers team, maybe in history. Um, one it's of the, up there. One of the best. It's a 1 o'clock game. Maybe you catch the place sleeping a little bit, a sleepy afternoon environment. It's sold out. So now <laughs> there goes my theory number one. Yeah, they uh, are ranked for the first time in like 40 years, and they're selling. They sell, the Nebraska game sold out, and I think they've sold out the next few home games um, You know, in the foreseeable future here. So it's a new era of Rutgers basketball. This is not the Rutgers team that uh, we all think that we knew. They are a team that just makes life so uncomfortable for you. That's a terrible matchup for Nebraska. Nebraska, uh, with the way that they struggle with adversity, um, Rutgers will come out and throw the first punch and make you respond. And as we saw the last time in Lincoln, Nebraska did not respond the right way. Well, it will be interesting to see uh, then Nebraska back home Tuesday night against Michigan, a six o'clock game at Pinnacle Bank Arena. So wins are not going to be easy to come by as 
Um, you know, more than likely Nebraska is is almost an underdog in every one of their games here the rest of the way, other than maybe yeah. they, they got Northwestern. Per one. Ken Palm, Northwestern is the only game that they're favored to win, and they give them a 55% chance of winning that game. Every other game, they are 25% or lower chance to win. I mean, Penn State is a winnable opportunity in, Penn State's good, man. in Lincoln. <laughs> they're good. But Lamar Stevens is going to be a problem for Nebraska. And then you add in Mike Watkins. I mean, they, that's a bad matchup for Nebraska. Well, when we come back, uh, we're going to take your questions in the mailbag. Grace Harmon will join us next here in studio. You're listening to the Oscar Online Show.